What happens when your favorite Harry Potter characters get put in slightly more adult situations? The answer is Potterotica. Yep, that's erotic Harry Potter fanfiction. Chances are you've never heard of this, and neither had we. So naturally, we wanted to make a podcast about it. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And I'm Allie Lefevre, and this is the Potterotica Podcast. Where we read erotic Harry Potter fanfic one chapter each episode. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw the pic. It was the perfect dick, so very thick. Not like the others. Spooch all over my covers. I saw the dick. It made me want to lick that big old prick. Gotta find out who's it is. And when I do, I'm gonna bone that whiz. Gonna fucking bone that whiz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, we've just, this is what we're doing now. This is who we are. We are an erotic cover band podcast fanfic inspired. I'm trying to think of what a wizarding ace of bass would be. I know. I was thinking of like a sexual ace of bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ace in your face. Ace, ace my face. Ooh. Ace in that face. Wow. Ace <laughs> also sounds like ass. <laughs> Danny's looking at us like he's like never heard of sex before. I'm like trying to when use all the people- words I know, but all I know is boobies and that's not in there. Ace, ace of, of boobies. Balls. Ace of boobs. Ace of um, underpants. <laughs> Ace of bedusses. You guys, we never have, we never think beyond these like four little, like the little opening to think like, what was, should we call this band? Remember, what did you say? Girls to Wang. Girls to different boys to men. <laughs> we're really, the, the phrase um, we're building the plane as we're flying it has yeah. never been yeah. more accurate than this podcast. It's like we're committed, but sort to of. To a degree. Yeah. Like, we're building- I mean, we can't. Clearly, that was the first time we, that was our first take. We, they're always the first takes. We're which is literally great. binding the pieces <laughs> of twigs that are making the broom that we're currently flying. <laughs> so, yes. Oh, gosh. Okay, Crash well, welcome landing. back. Uh-huh. Uh huh. If you're with us, you are so very strong, you guys. Yeah, yeah. emotionally strong. So they're blue, is what they are. They, they are blue in the Everyone's balls. Everyone's balls are blue. And, you know, we are so excited about the story because it's so funny. We get to say the word dick a million times. Mm-hmm. So, but I think this Isn't time- Isn't much of a departure from your everyday life, right? Right. Just every other word. Yeah. Hey, dick. dick. <laughs> you talk to your dad. I want to talk to my dad, Richard. That's yeah. true. That's true. Um, <laughs> so say, anyway. You get to say tricky dick. Tricky dick. So we are confident that this time they are going to touch. Yeah. Not the Something. dicks necessarily, but lips maybe. Did we say last week that we cheated and looked and we know that there is something? There's, There's something. physical contact. Yes. So they're just stay mature adults us. now, and they are not going to jump on each other. Take it bones. slow. This really, though, is giving me like season one feels because we waited till episode seven. Yeah, we didn't get D till episode seven. No, Did we they? got, but they like made out. They made out, out, and yeah. we had a little. So sex this we've got a D in dry. every single one of these chapters. Yeah, we we've got. Yeah, two we've D's gotten dick D picks. We haven't gotten. Actual we've got D. like the D stands alone. You know, everyone's. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's probably worse than not getting any D? What? Hearing three people talk about not getting any <laughs> Yeah. Except I think also keep saying just D. D. Like, I'm not getting any D. Sounds like I'm like, 
Do you remember the movie with Drew Barrymore where she dresses up to go undercover back into high school? Yeah, never been kissed. Never, never been, been kissed. kissed. That's what this reminds me of. Like, wait, someone who's too not old. Not the first time you've brought this up on the podcast. But it is. We've I never. Well, we've I never think. discussed this movie. Oh before. wow! Okay. And remember David, um, who plays her brother, and he gets to David have like another, Arquette. Yes, he gets like another shot, and at he's being like super on. cool. But doesn't it sound like school. you're? You know, they're like in their thirties, being like, "Hey, who got who got D this weekend, kids? I'm just a teen, yeah. like you." <laughs> There's a great Twitter yeah. handle called Not a Cop, and it's my favorite. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, adolescents, where are we smoking the dudes? Yeah. <laughs> and the cover is um, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Oh, Which I think good. is a reference from something else. So um, okay, should we do the pensive? Yeah, let's do the pensive. I think the the biggest plot point that we need to talk about is that Draco got the I mean dick pic, the submission of his lifetime. Well, I think Dean Thomas with the submission of his lifetime, but his photography skills were terrible. Right, <laughs> I don't know both, though. This was both quantity he and quality. Talk yeah, yeah, really about he he like was talking a lot about how great this dick was, but oh, he said it was not just another. Dick. Didn't he say like he get a hold it a of masterpiece. yourself? He said get a hold of yourself or yeah. something like that. This they, is like what's getting him over his Stanton breakup. Yeah. Oh, he's wounded. And thank God, you know, deer. that I think we joke about the photography classes, but this dick pic would not have gotten better on its own. No. That's right. So the lighting was great. Talk you know, about an A student. The handkerchief. You know when you do something nice in life and you think, you know, this may never come back to me? Draco really, it was the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. He taught he didn't realize, but he taught Harry how to take that gorgeous of a dick pic, which then became the thing that got him over his ex and oh. will now introduce him to his, because he decided to teach a class. It's beautiful full circle. You know, that, you know that Oprah episode where she's got like the guy um, who saved probably like a lot of Jews in the Holocaust. Oh, and yeah, then, yeah. And then she like makes the reveal that they're all in the audience. <gasps> yes. And everyone oh starts God. crying. Yes. Sobbing. It's like this. Like it's going to be like Draco <laughs> getting exactly interviewed by like, Rita Skeeter on her <laughs> show. And then she's going to be like, Draco, you've helped a lot of people. And they'll all like take the dick pics and he's like, hold up at their head. <laughs> and it, they'll all be crying. And it'll be Harry and he'll hold up his and Draco no. will go. <gasps> Here's what I feel like happened. That's the masterpiece. He will, he'll be scanning where's that pick and then it will be coming from behind him like through like the makeover screen oh it'll my just God. be harry being like it was me all along and he's like i didn't for no first they'll flash the picture on the screen and then he'll step he'll out from behind it. yeah and he'll step cuz at first draco will be scanning the crowd like you oh. know there's this one dick pic that changed my life i don't i don't, I don't see actually it see it out there and then ellen or oprah i just thought it would be ellen or rita. would be like rita rita <laughs> sure would be like, look behind you, Draco. And then he's like, <laughs> and then Harry. Harry comes through like a curtain, oh. parts through his own dick like a like red a, sea. <laughs> parts the dick like the red sea. <laughs> or something like that. We don't know. We're I don't just know. We haven't thought We're just about speculating. It. So we record these a week ahead, obviously. So when you're listening to this, we will have already experienced Epilogue Day, which is September 1st, mm. 2017. Yes. That is 19 years from the end of the Battle of Hogwarts. Yes. So that's the epilogue from the story. So anyway, I bring that up only because I think we just wrote the epilogue for yeah, this. That's true. But it's beautiful. also to be relevant to next week. Yeah. So good. Good job. tying it all back together. You know, you're all about you? context and that's what you bring. It's one of the things you bring I to the table that sweet, sweet context. Mm. Context and hot, uh, steamy context. Steamy context. And 14 to 16 hour Photoshop sessions is another thing you bring. My hands literally are bleeding. (laughs) And I have one more thing, which is I will have made by the time this airs uh, an ad for the magical jizz handkerchief um, sold by the Weasleys as part of the Grammar Grammar Empire. Mm. 
So Beautiful. check our Instagram. Check the receipts. I did it. <laughs> Bye next week. You guys missed my Kickstarter cockstarter joke. Ooh. Oh. That's how Grandma Graham got started. Yeah, cockstarter. <laughs> cockstarter. Love it. <laughs> That's an, another one of our, it's our umbrella. It's our umbrella, umbrella company. <laughs> it's our charitable arm. It's our MLR. Okay. Let's do it. Draco viciously stabbed another hapless vegetable, imagining it was Stanton's smug face. Think Merlin the bastard had fucked off to Belgium before Draco could hunt him down and remove a couple of extremities, or he might not be lamenting the quality of the food in Azkaban. Thoughts of murderous... Could you imagine, like, he he did all of this shit during Harry Potter, but then he he gets sent to Azkaban for chopping off Stanton's penis? Wait, Uh, who's Lorena Bobbitt? Yeah. Yeah. You were in the field, right? Draco Draco Bobbitt. Another current reference. Oh, Draco must be in there for uh, killing the Dark Lord. Yeah, about a cadaver in the Dark Lord. He's like, no, actually, he hacked off a wing. Yeah, his his lover's penis. (laughs) Thoughts of murderous revenge had entertained Draco for months and led to him starting his cock critique column. (gasps) Oh my gosh, the origin story. Stanton had been a fan of taking photos of his cock. (gasps) And Draco... So so really, Stanton... Rewind... (laughs) Sorry, keep going. I'm just, this is wow. It's all making sense now. It is. Stan had been a fan of taking photos of his cock, and Draco had posted several of the worst ones in the magazine with scathing reviews, knowing fully well that Stanton had a subscription. I'm sorry, that's wow, revenge a, porn, and that's not okay. What a way to get back at your ex. Holy shit. I don't think it's Except okay. for the illegal part. Yeah, it's, it's illegal. That's why he's going to ask a man. Yeah. <laughs> that's even worse. Revenge porn. Oh my God. Ugh. Can you imagine? Dude, dude would get beat up so hard in Azkaban for that. Oh my God. What did you do? You. For was, anything. Yeah, for anything. He's going to be put in a cell with Rob Kardashian, right? Or Black <laughs> China. Oh, Wasn't yeah. that that scandal from a few weeks ago oh, that yeah. is still too current? Wait, so let's go back a little bit <laughs> further. Was, was Ray J, Brandy's brother? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah but the he original didn't, sex tape? But he didn't publicize it. Someone else got their hands on it. It's not revenge porn. I don't, I don't think our listeners specifically care about this. It? We should take it offline. Okay. <laughs> take this off. We should take this offline. <laughs> this, this, might be, this might be where our podcast falls apart. <laughs> Team Ray J. We'll, we'll follow up with the uh, whole – so, that was me. I brought that up. Dan- Danny, to my knowledge, has never, like, stopped us from sending you <laughs> – Ray J, I'm like very Ray J and Kim K was was the line. Like that's where you draw the line. I'm so oh. thrilled to know your boundaries. I'm so sorry. You should see the glances being <laughs> being thrown across the table right now. We're all, we're all in the panic. really scared. Guys, it's fine. You know, we'll talk about it later. Stop talking about it on this podcast. We, like, there's like off the rails, which we've done before. This just got, oh, what a thrill. Anything could happen. My heart is beating. Improv. Okay, sorry. Keep okay, we were, we, were at, we were at revenge porn. Okay. Uh, Stanton uh, had been a fan of taking photos of his cock, and Draco had posted several of the worst ones in the magazine with skating reviews, knowing fully well that Stanton had a subscription. It gave Draco a warm feeling when he thought of Stanton reading about his pathetic toll grade cock. Troll grade. Troll grade. <laughs> Sorry, not toll grade. Troll grade. Worthy of a toll. <laughs> you read that as though you knew $2. what that word was. Ah, toll grade. Mm. Honestly, it was the one thing Draco didn't miss about his ex. St- 
Stanton's cock had been somewhat on the short side uh, and leaning sharply to the left, wow. which had always bothered Draco's sense of aesthetics. <laughs> I thought he liked things off center. Didn't we call it a chode? Did you guys call it a chode? Yeah, that's when it's short, wider than, than it, is it is long. long. Yeah. So that's like a square little Lego. Yeah, this was just on the shorter side. It didn't say. I just threw up in my mouth. I just made myself sick. As a man, I shall say, you know, I think we should respect penises of all lengths and widths, even widths that are longer, wider than lengths, et cetera. You're right. You're right. I wasn't grossed out at that per se. I was grossed out that I compared it to a Lego, to be fair. So, like, Like do your own thing. But, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was the blue Lego. The vaginal equivalent of stepping on a Lego. Exactly. Ow. Except the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> she likes it. <laughs> We've got to get it together, you guys. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> she, she just picturing the Lego. Yeah. Are you picturing a Lego in a batch? <laughs> Like headed toward a badge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or like stepping on a ch- like a chode on the ground and be like, ah! <laughs> Rogue penis. <sighs> okay. Coupled with wretched picture-taking skills and the fact he'd been a selfish wanker in bed had mm. left Draco with plenty of ammunition with which to destroy him. <laughs> destroy him. Ellie, are you still laughing? Yeah, <laughs> <Well>, she's crying. <laughs> I don't even know what everything we've been talking about. It's so chaotic. Because this is a really bad episode. <laughs> you know who's going to hate this? The people that like are right on the brink of being like, they talk too much and don't read enough story. We've lost them. Oh. Bye. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. Mm. Coupled with wretched picture-taking skills and the fact that he'd been a selfish wanker in bed had left Draco with plenty of ammunition with which to destroy him. He sighed as he realized that it also left him without a proper seeing to in far too long. Draco had fallen for Stanton's wit and charm, but his bedroom talents had been pathetic, and it wasn't until now that Draco fully understood that. Wow. What he wanted was a night of brilliant, mind-blowing, awesome sex with a gorgeous cock, preferably like the one he couldn't get out of his head on someone who knew how to use it. In short, Draco needed to get laid. And so (sighs) do all of our listeners. So do we. Yeah, we do. In the proverbial sense. This is the long, thick match that will start a fire. I think I'll head home, Mother. I'm wretched company this evening, and I apologize for it. She smiled at him. Don't worry about it, darling. We all have off days. She almost has, like, the trappings of what could be pansy. Don't worry about it, now. It's pretty close. (laughs) The posh, the posh pansy. Don't worry about it, darling. Darling, Drago, darling. He nodded and got to his feet before rounding the table and placing a kiss on her cheek. Good night. I'll pop in to check on you this weekend. Uh, but make sure to knock first, Mom. Right. <laughs> she returned his valediction, and Draco flew home. Then he wandered despondently around his flat and wrestled with the fact that short of going out to some horrid club, there was no one he could think of to take care of his current problem. That is one thing the Wizarding World does not have. Grinder. As, we don't as, know. as far as we know. As far as we know. I wonder if the flu like could be involved in that somehow. Totally. I, like, like, remember, the, what's that app where you randomly like. Oh, oh, when someone walked by, you would see them? No, it's the like uh, or, FaceTime yeah. a YouTube thing where you can like just. Chat roulette? Yeah, chat roulette. Yes. I feel like there oh. should be flu roulette. Who, yeah. which, what was the app where if someone, the one I meant is when someone's near you. It's it, called like, Happen. Happen. I've heard. 
Yes. <laughs> That's creepy too. Yeah. Well, if you want to see dicks, chat roulette is still a good way to do so. I bet. So. Oh, that's so, wow. Yeah. Well, we know what we're we doing do after that the this pod. Weekend, Allie. We should. <laughs> Whole way up north. That sounded weird. We're going out of town. <laughs> <laughs> we're going out of, out of town with our friends. That still sounded like a lie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, see you guys on chat roulette. Uh, <laughs> what if we do? What if we put on chat roulette and it's Danny? <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> that's like the worst. Oh my god! Anybody on chat roulette? There's like literally like millions of people on and you there. See someone you know. Yeah. Annoyingly, the least suitable person ever was the one that kept springing to mind. Finally, Draco could take it no more. He crouched before his fireplace and tossed in a handful of flu powder. Harry Potter, <gasps> he called. Oh, oh wow! Guys. Wow. He's Finally. going right for it. This guy, he didn't even do like an interim step of like stay after class, Potter. He's going right to, to the source. He, he's thirsty. He's super thirsty. Enough time passed that Draco had decided that Potter wasn't home and then a bespectacled face appeared in the flames. Malfoy? Hello, Potter. I wondered if I could speak with you about Salazar. What the fuck was he doing calling Potter? The man was probably straight despite what the Daily Prophet loved to insinuate oh. and famous and mostly hated Draco. Uh, about tomorrow's lesson. <laughs> oh, Potter looked suitably confused, even with the flame distorting his features. All right, come on through. I guess that's how it works, right? You kind of see the face. <clears throat> oh, yeah, you see the face before they actually step through. So it's yeah. like FaceTiming someone. That's, otherwise, everyone would just be burgling each other. <laughs> yeah, you have to like say, like, come in. That's so aggressive, though. Like, I like when people FaceTime me, but I know most people do not like that. <laughs> Lindsay, you do not. No. No. I've tried to FaceTime you before. Just <laughs> Denied. <voice laughs> we just voice memo incessantly. That's like the flu of like you up. Yeah. yeah. Flu up. Flu up. <laughs> hey, 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 you up? Hey, hey. That's how it goes. What is happening? You never get sexted? What? You've never gotten sexted? Yes. I didn't understand what you were doing. I, I thought hey, you were having like a hey, seizure. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, you up? I was like, does someone have bad service? He keeps sending the yeah. same text I over and over. I must sexted by more original people. Hey, hi. Hey, you. Hey. Hey, what's Lynn. up? Hello. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> that's the that's the you. ten levels of that's the you the unsolicited. <laughs> Wrestling with the urge to apologize and end the call and flee to bed and bury himself beneath his comforter and possibly smother himself with it, Draco took a grip on himself, got to his feet, and stepped through. He was probably like, oh, it's still got jizz on it. I'll just yeah. go to bed. <laughs> I feel like doing laundry. He, he looked around the dark, low-ceiling room and took in the antique furnishings and stately period pieces. <gasps> Is he going to piece together that it's him because of like the, the background, background or the handkerchief? Oh, he's going to see the handkerchief. That's what's going to happen, you guys. I hope he sees the dick. Well, hey, first things first. Yeah, 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 let's lead into it. When he goes to blow on it, he'll be like, oh, it's blue. (gasps) A jizz rag from Wizard Wheezy's shop. (laughs) Gramagram. Cockstarter. (laughs) He looked around the dark, low ceiling room and took- Please donate to my cockstarter. (laughs) He looked around the dark, low ceiling room and took in the antique furnishings and stately period pieces. Interesting. Not what I expected. Potter's eyes narrowed. What did you expect? Ikea furniture. (laughs) For a long moment, Draco couldn't remember what he didn't expect because he'd finally got a good look at Potter, only to find that Potter was wearing wine-collared pajama pants and a dressing gown. 
except that Potter seemed to have lost the belt to said dressing gown, and therefore it was hanging open to the waist, exposing far too much of Potter's chest. Phenomenal abdominal muscles, <laughs> navel, and extremely lickable happy trail. Draco uh-huh. coughed and tore his eyes back to Potter's face. What? Potter stared at him. You, um, you said something wasn't what you expected? My happy trail? <laughs> Those pajamas? Mm. Draco turned his attention to the room, thankful for the reminder. Salazar, he'd caught the slightest hint of a bulge in Potter's pajamas and dared not look more closely, (laughs) lest Potter determine his level of interest. Right, uh, the decor. I had pegged you something more modern. Pale walls, straight lines, that sort of thing. Potter chuckled. Oh, you'll want to see my bedroom then. (gasps) Draco gaped at him. Your bedroom? Yeah, come on, I'll show you. With that, Potter turned and disappeared through an archway. This is very Harry Potter to like not realize that what so he's saying is very oblivious. sexual. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll show you my bedroom because I want you to see the decor. And you're like, listen to yourself. I don't know. Maybe Harry's playing him right now. He's pretty mm-hmm. slick. Dirty Harry. Mm-hmm. Hey, what is this gem that can make me live forever? Can't be that important. <laughs> anyway, chuck in the black lake. Anyway. He, f- he followed Potter up a narrow set of stairs. Yeah, come on, I'll show you. With that, Potter turned and disappeared through an archway. Draco followed, feeling a bit dazed that he'd only been in Potter's house for two minutes and he was already being taken to Potter's bedroom, although not for any of the reasons Draco had fantasized. He followed Potter up a narrow set of stairs and then into the first door on the left. The house was uniformly dark and somewhat depressing until they reached the bedroom. (laughs) Voila, said Potter with an expansive gesture. Better? He smiled at Draco and then pulled out his wand and snapped a few spells to pick up random articles of clothing, spare papers, and some stray dishes. And handkerchiefs. And That's handkerchief. what I'm waiting for. Everything flew around in a whirlwind. The dishes sailed past Draco's head and out the door, hopefully to make it into the kitchen in one piece. Sorry, I wasn't expecting company. That's the same spell from uh, from Sword in the Stone, right? When he cleans up the dishes. Oh, I don't oh the cartoon? Uh-huh. Yeah. Draco ignored that, although he was glad to hear it. The bedroom was much improved from the rest of the dimly lit house. The walls were honey-colored with lighter, swirling bits of pattern that resembled paisley, but with a more delicate, whimsical flair. <laughs> and the curtains were broad slabs of pale gold, centered with diaphanous white that would likely let in plenty of natural daylight on bright days. The furnishings were pale wood, maple, or ash, most likely with solid straight lines and a few embellishments. A knotted, multicolored rug covered most of the dark floor and kept the room from looking dull. If Draco hadn't previously encountered Potter's artistic side, he would have been amazed. This feels like very HGTV <laughs> right now. Property Brothers. Like, what's the um, what's the big one everyone loves in Texas? The husband and wife. Oh, uh, Joanna and Gaines. The Gaines. But what's their show called? Flipper Flop. Flipper Flop. No, no, that's that was the other couple that broke oh, up. People are gonna kill us. People love the show. I like this show too. Flipped. No, it's uh, oh renovation God. something. I'm gonna I love Google it. it. Just it's great. Uh, Fixer Upper. Fixer Upper. Yeah. Except really this cute. is a little more queer eye for the queer guy. Yeah. For the wizard who's recently come out, this is how you f- fix up your <laughs> exactly. main living room. <laughs> Clearly he's only uh, done one room so far because they went through a dungeon to get there. Right. Queer eye for the mad eye. <laughs> <laughs> mad eye for the queer guy. Could you imagine mad eye fist, moody? On fist bump for that one. Mad, mad eye moody on queer eye for the straight guy. Ah, Potter. Amazing. Carson. Like, that's how they each had a job. What would his even <laughs> like too much realm be? <laughs> Here's how we prepare you to kill monsters. <laughs> There's a bugger in your closet. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, he brings nothing to this show. 
Always constant vigilance. You know, the one, the one of the queer eye guys. I think was his name Jai or something. Uh-huh. He was the one that like remember there was like. This guy does clothing. This guy does decor. Mm-hmm. This guy cooks. Cook, I feel yeah. like one of them was just like, and I'm just fun. Like, what is, <laughs> that's what Mad Eye. Yeah, yeah. The, except like, the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> the opposite. But no one can tell what he's teaching. Constant yeah. vigilance. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. They're always like, do I need to know that? <laughs> this is the only feedback he gives. <laughs> it's quite nice, Potter. I'm impressed. Draco walked into the room, eyes drawn to the huge landscape painting that hung over Potter's bed. The scene picked up many of the hues in Potter's room, and he added an expanse of blue-gray. It was a vaguely stormy seascape with white breakers touching a sandy beach. Seabirds cavorted near a lone outcropping of rock. It was peaceful, if a trifle lonely-looking. More of what you expected, then? Quite. Except that I generally prefer to entertain the notion that your bedroom was entirely Gryffindor red with (laughs) massive gilt-covered furnishings and golden snitches adorning your tacky curtains, possibly with a life-size poster of some Quidditch player above your bed, Martina Martinez, perhaps? You've thought about my bedroom before then? Oh. oh. Busted. Potter's tone was teasing, and Sexy. Draco refused to look at him in order to avoid giving credence to his question. And it's Angelo Belbin. He's in the den. Angelo Belbin is in the den? Draco <laughs> did look at him then and met Potter's stupidly attractive smile. His Quidditch poster is, I put it above my desk. Not that I use my desk much anymore since I quit the Aurors. Draco thought about Angelo Belbin, a fit blonde chaser for the Kenmare Kestrels. It was an interesting choice. Why did you quit the Aurors? Draco asked. He picked up a book on Potter's nightstand and was surprised by the title, Majestically Magical Photography Facts, with a PH. He flipped through it, idly rolling his eyes at the cutesy spelling. Too much bloody paperwork, too many office politics, and not enough... Dick. (laughs) I mean... Uh, I don't know. Not enough saving people, as Hermione liked to put it, Harry said. Draco dismissed the book as barely tolerable and likely to give Potter bad habits. He mentioned it as he placed it back on the table. He brushed his fingers over the bedspread as he turned away, admiring the height of the bed as well as the blues, browns, and golds of the bedspread. The four posters stood on a short daze that brought the mattress up to nearly hip height and two short Wooden steps provided access. Well, he has steps up to his bed. steps to his bed. He thinks he's a king. He's like a poodle. He's <laughs> got <laughs> bad hips, guys. Can't jump on. It's the only way he can get in the car. Yeah. There's nothing less subtle than just like gently caressing a bed. On your way out, I'm like, he's so thirsty. Like, like, like dragging your well, fingertips. Well, I guess we'll go look at that poster. <laughs> a bit of bright red caught Draco's eye <gasps> and he reached out. <gasps> oh. Ugh. Okay. Go ahead. A bit of bright red caught Draco's eye, and he reached over onto the bed to pick up a silky handkerchief with satiny embroidery. He smirked as he trailed his fingers over the stitching. This seems a bit more ostentatious than your usual fare, and monogram, no less. To his amazement, Potter walked over and fairly snatched the handkerchief away with a brilliant blush. Godric, this was George's idea of a joke. I just, um... Potter marched over to a drawer and stuffed his silk inside. Draco lifted a brow, taken aback by Potter's mortification regarding a simple handkerchief. It was almost as if he'd been... God, Draco, put it together. Come on, Draco. You've been foaming at the mouth over this D for the past week. Draco looked at the bed. Guys, I got chills. (laughs) Something is standing up. Draco looked at the bed and then back at Potter and found himself imagining a naked Potter atop the bed drawing red silk over his erect cock. (gasps) And that led him to remember the very erotic cock photo that had put him into a complete tizzy since the moment he'd seen it. Cersei in the bloody wild hunt, Draco murmured. 
feeling faint. <laughs> he reached out a hand to steady himself on the bed. Are you all right? I do declare. I picture him like, <laughs> like Scarlett O'Hara. Yeah. <laughs> I do declare. I do. Oh, oh, Harry, is this your handkerchief? It couldn't be. There was no possible way that Harry Potter could have sent in that brilliant, enticing, sexy as fuck photo. No way in hell. I'm fine, Draco replied, thought still worrying. What did you want anyway? Harry asked. Oh, Salazar, what had he wanted with Potter? Even the vaguest idea escaped him. He needed to get out, go somewhere that he could think. Nothing. Never mind, Potter. Draco strode to the door, intending to get back into the fireplace and flee. Potter caught his wrist. <gasps> Touching. Wait, Malfoy. Oh, we have contact. Draco jerked his arm, but instead of pulling free of Potter, the movement pulled Potter to him. Of course, the Pratt couldn't simply let go, and he ended up with his face inches from Draco's. Maybe what I wanted was this, Potter. Draco growled and took a pivoting step before pushing Potter up against the frame of the door, and then he kissed him. That is going to be like impossible to listen to. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Go, go, go. As kisses went, it wasn't Draco's best effort, but then he seldom gave in to such ridiculous impulses. And for a heartbeat or two, he couldn't do more than press his lips to Potter's and wait to see if a retaliatory shove was forthcoming. Because he doesn't actually know that he's, yeah. not, uh-uh. that he's not straight. Yeah. So he doesn't know. Oh, wow. What a bold move on Draco's part. He's a bold guy. Yeah, he is. When that did not immediately happen, probably due to Potter's shock, Draco turned his head and softened the kiss into something more coaxing and less desperate. Potter didn't move at all, and Draco pulled away with a soft sigh of longing, tinted with regret. And then he continued his flight, taking the steps so quickly he later wondered if he had touched them at all. He thought he heard Potter yell, Malfoy. Just- <laughs> Malfoy. Malfoy, Malfoy, Malfoy. Just, just as he snatched up a handful of food powder, but by then nothing short of a stunner could have stopped him. He stepped into the flames and away. Wow. It's not over. It's not over. No, just it's take, not. Let's just take a second breather. You just need to push him a against the door. I loved that. As soon as he stepped into his flat, Draco locked down the flue. As he walked away past the fireplace, he grew increasingly panicked. He strengthened the wards, put up post-refusal charms, and then sprawled face down on his bed with a sound of dismay. What the hell had he done? Well, obviously, he had kissed Harry Potter, but what the <laughs> hell had he done? His career as a photography teacher was over, and what was left of his reputation would be smeared all over the papers until he'd be unable to show his face for another five years. How would they spin it? Pathetic crush leads to assault. <laughs> Former Death Eater chooses for the chosen one. World Savior presses charges. Pathetic crush leads to assault. <laughs> That's the best clickbait. <laughs> better than former uh, Death Eater chops off ex-lover's penis. <laughs> Draco rolled over to glare at the ceiling. Perhaps he could say he was drunk. No, under a spell. A curse. Imperious. That might work. He would have to research to find something plausible, of course, and then locate someone suitable to pin it on. Jason. <laughs> Jason. Who? Who? Who's that? Uh, Janitor. He he sat up with a frown. Why hadn't Potter fought back? What if he had wanted Draco to kiss him? What if he really had sent in the photograph to be critiqued? 
The thought made him pause. What if? (laughs) Draco pushed himself to his feet and went to the photo in question. He brought it home from the office to keep it safe from Mindy's lascivious clutches. This is a big words for me. (laughs) From Mindy's lascivious clutches. And for no other reason. Definitely (laughs) Draco. Yeah, we know Draco. (laughs) I could picture him just like winking at Cheryl Dyson like, and no other reason. (laughs) Write that down. He walked to his desk and picked up the envelope from the pile of previous critiques and then slipped the photo out to look at it again. The red silk was a distinct match color-wise, at least a potter of silk and handkerchief. Draco traced the contours of the cock with one index finger and then tossed the photo onto the desk. It didn't mean anything. Bloody hell, why hadn't he combined his appreciation for the photograph with his growing crush on Potter and let it drive him to absolute insanity? He sneered. There was nothing special about that cock after all. It just looked like he snatched the wooden box on his desk and began to sort through the photos. Something was tickling at his memory. Something familiar. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. He's, he's going to look at, he's going to connect with all his other attempts. His other attempts or also maybe cl- <laughs> uh, picture some class. Is there anything? Maybe, Like maybe, a background maybe. or. Yep. Yeah. I, this, this feels like a homeland moment. He's connecting all this string. Uh, <laughs> he didn't have to seek far. Blue pants, dark happy trail. Barely tolerable photo. Yeah, it's like his his very first yeah. one. Draco had given it an A on Pansy's insistence, based on the merits of the outline of the fabulous cock beneath the blue pants. Draco lifted the photo and placed it next to the other. The similarities were obvious. With a sudden impulse, Draco went back to the stack and began to flip through them, searching for any others with analogous properties. I have a question. Do you guys think that you would recognize similarities in like a dick pic if you had like a hundred laid out in front of you. Do you think you could like a match game, pair them up? I think, I think that's why he didn't at first yeah. in his defense. So I think it'd be hard. So he's seen so many hard. dicks that he, he's like a pro at spotting the matching. <laughs> he was dick blind, but now he now sees. He <laughs> Amazing. Dick face. Yeah. You got it. I don't know. Yeah. I think it would, I mean, he's a professional, so. Yeah, this is his craft. That's like, I can't notice the difference between wines, but somebody else can. Yeah. Right. He is a very refined palate. For dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with a sudden impulse, Draco went back to the stack and began to flip through them, searching for any others with analogous properties. He was just about to give up when he reached a photo of a concealed cock within a pair of unzipped muggle jeans. He'd given the photo a troll due to the horrid composition and lighting, but taking the cock on its own merits was a different story. (laughs) Draco lined up the three photos side by side, muggle jeans and progressively better photo quality, and Potter was in Draco's photography class. (gasps) Draco sat back in his chair and licked his lips, imagining he could still taste Potter there. He felt like laughing at himself because irony was a strong presence in his life. Isn't it ironic? (laughs) (laughs) Draco had, was ass. <laughs> Draco had lusted himself into having a crush on the man beneath the red silk and foolishly allowed himself <laughs> to have a similar crush on Potter. Because the man beneath the red silk is what last week's episode should have uh, been named. Oh, Regrets. Obviously, his emotions were getting out of control, possibly due to an extreme lack of sex. <laughs> yeah, we feel you. She's going absolutely insane. The solution was obvious. He needed to get laid. <laughs> Hopefully before Potter pressed charges. (laughs) Thinking about sex and Potter in the same moment was not helping Draco's predicament. However, as he realized, the only one he wanted was Potter. The kiss had only made things worse. 
Now Draco wanted him with an ache that was becoming painful. Uh. The fact that Potter hadn't pushed him away meant nothing. Draco had forced himself on him after all. The fact that a team of Aurors hadn't appeared at his door to drag him off on the charges of assault was surprising. For the first time since his impulsive flight, Draco began to wish he hadn't left. If only he had stayed to find out how Potter felt about it. Well, good thing they have class nine days a week. (laughs) See you three times tomorrow. In the light of day. (laughs) Certainly he liked it and wanted to begin a torrid romance with you, Draco. He muttered to himself bitterly and then wretched his buttons to prepare for bed. Although he doubted he would get much sleep. Tomorrow, he would arrange for Mindy or Pansy to take over his class whilst he figured out a way to avoid Potter for the rest of eternity. No, no. The end of the chapter. Dum, dum, dum. Guys, that went really quickly for me. (laughs) Everyone else is like, (laughs) we talked so much. Wow. Wow. I do declare. So hot and pottered. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you ones up or down? down. I wish there was a second verse, you guys. I think we should work on that. Yeah. It feels like it's such a fun tune. I want there to be a second yeah. verse. Did you splooch on your bed <laughs> and Sploo- sleep in it? Um, and wake up sticky and regret so. that you didn't clean it before you went to bed. We're going to workshop it. it. She's got it. She's got it. We're going to add this to our offline list of things, including Ray J. Don't go into it. Uh, So my wand is up. I love that Draco is so out of his mind that he just like showed up, was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Then they kissed because he couldn't have done it in a controlled environment. He wouldn't in his right mind have made that choice. Yeah. He needed an impulse. So he's clearly, he's got that blue ball that's obstructing the blood to his brain. Yeah. It felt very love actually to me. Like when you just showed up at her doorstep with, with like signs. with the signs, to me you're perfect. Like this was Draco's attempt. To me, your cock is perfect. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so up, up for Oh, you. I'm up. I'm up. I'm, I'm up, up as well. Being pushed against the door. gently pushed against the door was like a very nice move. It was that, like, more assault than assault. Yes. Mm. You know, like, I love, they do this in that in movies a lot where he's about to leave and they, like, grabbed oh, his wrist. Like the wrist grab. And then I, like, pulled them too close. And then he's just like, what, did, for what did Draco say right before he did it? Like, I came here to do I this. I came here to do that. Like, that's super sexy. Okay, that, I would. Worth it. We might need to name the episode that. That is so Oh, I, oh and I wrote down, to me, your cock is perfect. That's <laughs> oh, good. But didn't we just say the perfect cock? Wasn't that what last week's was? Uh, housekeeping, housekeeping, housekeeping. Yeah. We'll talk uh, to you guys about it later. Three wands up. So clearly they're going to have to like act on this more, maybe in the four-poster bed next week. Something. I sure hope so. On the four-poster bed. Da, da, da. Okay. All right, guys. That Tune was in. worth it to me. That was so good. Let's chat about it on our Facebook group, Potterotics. Please join if you haven't. Yeah. Talk to us about it on Twitter. Send me a message on Tumblr. Write a review about this specific episode. Tell, Text me. Make a Yelp review. Drunk, dial me. Just shout it voicemail. out loud and we'll hear it. Voicemails go to my phone. Yeah, the flu time. Oh, and please support um, my cock starter. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Poderotica Podcast. Or join our private Facebook group, The Potterotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at potteroticapodcast.com. 
And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed. And if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. 10 points for nice reviews.